And we are married and live. <laughs> hey, concrete. Hey, girl. Yes. Oh, we's married now. Yes. yes. We truly are. Absolutely. Congratulations Thank again. You, I'm trying not to get emotional because, you know, I me some love. Chat. Listen, thank you. Thank you. And thank you. And bro curling for coming and bringing my new little friend, Solomon. Um, yeah, I appreciate y'all supporting me. Thank you. I appreciate it, boo. Congrats, congrats, congrats. You were a beautiful bride. Oh, thank you. Y'all see, uh, she came right up with the picture. Y'all look at oh, see yes. Rose up in this thing. Hello. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. MGTOW already started off with the bullshit. <laughs> we not we not doing this today. I listen. We are not doing this today. Talking about some about damn damn time. Y'all know. Listen, y'all run with that narrative, baby. Baby, uh, Mixa, they I'm waiting on you to announce that you married. That that's that's what I'm waiting on. Baby, uh, as soon as he find Maria, Maria. <laughs> Maria, Maria. <laughs> That's what he's looking for. Yeah, he is looking for Maria, Maria. Big mm -hmm. time. We gonna get you settled. All you got to do is come go to the sip. Go Listen. to the sip. Stop at the chicken shack over there. Uh, at the fork in the road, baby. Listen, you ain't even gotta bring her flowers. Just bring a chicken box. Oh, and... listen. I'm trying to tell you that make it easy for him. Okay. I know he okay. didn't say I look light skin, baby. You see all that chocolate. You better stop playing, baby. You better adjust them glasses. Uh, baby, you know he ain't had no ass in so long, he's starting to go blind. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Cause baby, I look very brown. Sorry. Very, very brown. Like the queen she is. Mm -hmm. Um yes. Uh put some respect on our names. We we married. That part. That part. And no every time y'all turn listen, jokes and all that foolishness, so um, yeah. Every time y'all turn around and ask us something, the first thing we gonna respond with, we married, and <laughs> then we gonna all, answer the question. First of all, <laughs> how's the day? Well, I'm married, yeah. but everything is going great. <laughs> Fantastic, you know. Shout out to Gaston. He said, I'm a cash app a gift. Oh, thank you, bro, Gaston. Listen, we need that. We need all of it. We need all of it. <laughs> um, that part, that part, that part. Um, DMAC, I already had one Becky at the wedding. Listen, we got a Who one was Becky. The Becky. We got a one. We got a one Becky limit. I can't handle no more than that. That was unexpected. Lord have mercy. Was the, did the Becky come after I left, girl? I thought she was there while you were there. No, you were oh, there. Oh, I did. Oh, the big girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, who who was she, child? Um, I'll tell you about it. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it was unexpected. You should have let me know, girl. I would have spilled a drink on her and been like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Oh, oh good. Listen, um, I ain't even know. I was like, oh, well, we got an I thought she was over there handling business. I thought she was the help. Oh, you thought she was the help? Stop. I did. Listen. I'm not gonna lie. I did. Oh. No, she said something about some something being put somewhere. Mm -hmm. 
Or maybe she was talking about a gift, but I really thought she was the Oh, help. I think she was. She probably was the help, really and truly, if you really think about it. Oh. She, you, you know. You know. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what's T? Girl, listen, it's so much. Like, I feel like we've been gone for a month. Why does it feel like we've been like gone for a minute, but we, but we back with you. the jump off? Listen. <laughs> It's been so much going on. I don't even know where to start. First of all, it's all kind of beef up in the space. I mean, be what one you beef. think about that? Oh, child, it's getting so ugly. Um, woo child, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Um, woo, woo, woo. I, I was I, like, I don't know what to make of it. What, what, what are your thoughts while I gather mine? Um, 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 well, let's see. Fuck it. We're going to be fighting all our lives anyway. You know, mm -hmm. we two married women who, you know, was baby mamas and we got married. Listen, so that. all my life I had to fight. So, um, you know, all the stuff going on with Nyla and Taz and Black, Black Woman Sphere. Did it surprise you? Um... Did it surprise me? I can't say that it surprised me. No, 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 no. I can't say that it surprised me either. No, I can't say I'm surprised. Um, but, you know, when when I started getting involved, like really involved in like the Facebook groups, you mm -hmm. do have a tendency to click up or you're, yeah. you end up being cool with whoever you're cool with. Yes. And you know those groups like it if depending on how big the group is shout out to tough talk tv mm -hmm. um those groups usually break up and <laughs> to me it was like one of those things that i was like shit yeah i figured it was gonna happen somewhere down the line i didn't think it was gonna go out like this but yeah um, i couldn't have i could not have uh i didn't expect this to be the outcome but to be completely honest i can't i still can't say i'm shocked i mean you know right. there's a lot of drama surrounding both camps at different times so yeah um yeah i can't now, say that i'm shocked now what i will tell you is something that i discovered Mm -hmm. And so um, I found out that Black Woman Sphere is a Sagittarius, right? Oh, she coming with that Sag energy, huh? Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. So, but what I noticed is like me and her are like the same type of crazy. Mm. And I mean, like with the esoteric shit. You got that type of fire in you? Yeah, I do. Um, now, mm -hmm. I will say that my <laughs> dark feminine mm, is a mm -hmm. lot more tame than what it has ever been. But okay. um, what I'll say is like we have the same type of dark feminine energy, which I, I thought was you. very interesting because I, I really didn't think that I knew we were both Sagittarians, but mm -hmm. um, I didn't think we had like a whole lot in common. You know what I'm saying? And when, you know, I went through and I listened to some of the stuff she was saying. And, and it's stuff that you would say. It, it's stuff that I wouldn't say to oh. anybody on here. Right. But, you know, when I deal with my esotericism, is that yeah. the right way to say it? Esotericism? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I deal with my esotericism and, you know, I think about all my energy and my power and stuff like that i i was like oh okay that's interesting <laughs> it you made know, me laugh a little bit because i was like oh 
that goes to show that you've done a lot of work. You know what I mean? If you're able to keep it, especially because, you know, I mean, and of course you clap back at people, but not to the degree in which we, we you know, woman's fear, baby, she will get gutter. Um, so not to that degree. So that means that, you know, you've done a lot of self-work to be able to, you know, keep it in check. Yeah. Um, I, I had to because... I am at a point where I have a lot more to lose. And it's interesting that you said keep it in check. It's not even necessarily that I would want to. Oh. Um, oh. And it, I'm keeping it a buck. I'm keeping it a buck. Mm-hmm. But when you have a family and a household to maintain, um, then when you've gone through the types of things that I've gone, like as far as bullying or not standing up for myself or letting people oh, yeah. all over me. Yeah. And when you get to a certain point and people test you mm-hmm. in certain ways. So it's like, oh, shit. No, I can't react. I can't go and just slap a bitch upside the head. Yeah. I can't just yeah. uh, go and s- never mind. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait a minute. Goodness, Ray, Bo, are you November 26th too? Are you serious? I'm November 26th too. Oh, we got another crazy person in the chat. Um, okay, he is completely sane <laughs> and he is, I don't know, but Sage, me and be different. Listen, I married one. I'm brave. Y'all pray for me. Send the prayer up. Send, send the prayer up. You know what? I should have bought you some um oil and stuff, girl. Listen, some some um sage, some I I, I need yeah, girl. Um, oh, you need some Palo Santo. Yeah, send me some through the mail because I, I, I need it. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, goodness, rated boat. Listen, listen. When you get, and I think it took me a long time to get past like the bully stuff. Like when I was being bullied when I was a little girl. When I finally got past that, I what's up? Um, we can go. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but I'm still not one of those people to pop it off. Like I won't pop it off unless it's absolutely positively necessary. Because mm. I'm still a bit timid. A, a bit timid. Don't don't ever get it confused. I'm still a bit timid. Like I won't pop it off, but I'll finish it. Like, mm. Okay. Up? Okay. Mm. Mm. Um. I think, to be completely honest, I think that, um, like I said before, I'm not surprised by it um, that it's coming to this, that it's like all out war. And to be completely honest, like, you know, having knowing Nyla, her content, having seen her have disagreements with people on this platform, having seen Black Women's Sphere, I'm not surprised that it's all out war, like gloves off, like, you know, we can meet in the street type of beef um because they are both very have very strong personalities Mm -hmm. and you know like kind of that i ain't backing down type of thing so i'm not surprised that it's like going to the uh, links that it is uh yeah yeah and from the looks of things it doesn't seem like a situation that's gonna end anytime soon you don't think so no i I don't see it ending any time soon um Mm. these ladies look like they are out for blood yeah yeah i can see that um yeah they are definitely definitely out for blood so the interesting thing is black woman's fear was really in saying in one of our videos that her real beef is with taz 
not so much as Nyla, which I found interesting too. What do you think about um, men being a part of the black woman's entire in empowerment child i was about to say black woman's <laughs> entitlement uh, they're gonna fight <laughs> I, um, I ain't mean nothing y'all i fight y'all ass too though but listen i think that um well first off taz has indicated that he has never said that he was part of bwe that and never true. tried to be part of bwe and you know but um I think if women can be a part of a male movement encouraging and uplifting men, then why can't men be part of a female movement movement that encourages and uplifts um, women? Because I know also uh, Black Women's Sphere also indicated there was, um, I think it was, was it Red Supreme? It was somebody that she was talking mm -hmm. to. I think it was Red Supreme that she said he's an ally. Now, maybe not a part of the movement, but she did say that, you know, she has an allyship with him. You know, he, he supports the movement, you know, so to speak. Yeah, I think um, where the women probably have a lot of concern is if a man tries to come in and actually take over their movement and i think yeah. that's where a lot of the worrying comes from because mm -hmm. um yeah it's the like, interesting uh, thing is the manosphere has the same concern about women hijacking their movement so yep. yeah well, very interesting um both parties have the same concerns um i don't think that a black man should be leading the bwe movement nor do i think that a black woman should be leading a male black male movement um personally but i do think just like i think that white people can be in allyship to uh black power movements um they certainly cannot lead they can't play key roles but they can certainly be in allyship especially financial contributors so yeah yeah um but usually wherever we put our money we definitely want some say um, we want some notoriety. You know, um, we want to run everything, baby. Let, let me tell you. Come on. We're going to keep it real about us. Just like As country black tried women. to take over the manosphere. And I was baby. telling her we shouldn't do that. <laughs> Listen, black women think we think we know best. So we definitely going to try to, you know, we, we have that matriarchal thinking in many instances. Oftentimes we've grown up seeing our mothers or grandmothers be the matriarch of the family and lead. And yeah, we will take over if we're if we're permitted to. That is absolutely correct. Um, shout mm -hmm. out to Eugene Steele. He says dark femininity is mm. how women misuse and abuse their feminine powers. Mm -hmm. um, Eugene, we are definitely, definitely going to get off into it um because there's a lot of stuff to cover yeah. within that um within certain aspects of that yeah I, you know we thought about that topic and i was like man yeah um, let's talk about this yeah we've yeah. never talked about it before and it's you know a lot of ground to cover regarding this topic so i'm excited about it shout out to water sniper he says protects us in georgia and concrete yes, rolls at I all say it again uh, for the people in the that. back yes, yes that part mm -hmm. yes so um yeah it's a lot to cover though but i was mm -hmm. sitting there looking at all that stuff and honey it's like um <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like they went and redid like the interviews from like a couple of years ago and then a couple of more years ago and <laughs> 
Yeah. And so it was, you know, it was like rumors and stuff that you hadn't thought about in years. Oh, yeah. And all that shit resurfaced. I was like, damn. And I don't have uh, a dog in the fight. You know, we don't have a dog in the fight. But, you know, as like everybody else, we see the mess playing out and stuff. And, you know, we ain't going to pretend that we don't. You know, we see it playing out. And we are um, watching like everybody else. Yeah. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, You can comment on stuff you you hear around the space. I don't know. Atari got her head chopped off. Uh, Atari got drugged for filth. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I missed it. Yeah, Atari got drugged. Um, but you know, I guess when when I heard when know. when I heard, because I'm gonna tell you, I heard like a part of a stream mm-hmm. and it didn't seem like she was getting drugged now. She seemed like she was getting a little, little less and like little. Oh no, this was re- this was today, I think. This might have been this morning. Oh um, yeah, she got drugged. All type of bitches know. Like wait, just, wait, by the, by Taz or Nyla? Yeah, by Taz, by Taz. Oh well, yeah, I figured that was gonna happen. Yeah, um, he drug, he drug her. But um, he was saying that you know, like you know, the photos she was using and how you know she seems to be critiquing his talking points and her, it seems to be one sided. But um, you know, yeah, you, I think you know, um, Atari does have um. An allegiance do, to BWE movement. I think she has an, an allegiance to BWE movement, right. but um, she does strike me as a person that's going to go with what's popular and who's popular. You know what I'm saying? And it, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I, I um, would say, I think that she's more just apt to side with women anyway. You know, she kind of has the more of a feminist um, mindset and ideologies and she, you know, supports Sinji and she, she definitely is more feminist. So even if uh, the women's point um, is unpopular, I think she going to pretty much always side with women. More what often do you than think not. about Sinji's role in this? And if you were Sinji, would you address this situation at all um i i don't you know from what i've heard like she doesn't seem she doesn't have an actor role in the drama she's kind of like staying out of it and like she wants no part of it even when you heard like i heard clips of black women's fear say you know when there would be disagreements she would be like i'm hanging up i don't you know like she kind of wanted to steer clear of the drama between the two parties and it seems like she's still kind of being neutral and steering clear of it um I think that if I were her, I I would likely address it. I would address my position. I would address my position. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really say what my position would be, but whatever stance I take, I would I would address it. You ain't got you ain't gonna have to speculate about, you know, where I'm at on it. This is what it is. And even if that's just saying I'm staying out of it, it ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think if I were her, I probably would address it as well, because I think at some point, because what I'm thinking about is from the standpoint of so many different people coming at one time, and then it's a rehashing of everything that happened in the past, Mm -hmm. I, I probably would address it. I probably would address it too. Well, do you think that it's problematic or that, you know, <clears throat> people may have a hard time siding with or supporting Black women's fear for the simple fact that she rode with them 
through, you know, other people making allegations against B1 and she kind of was rocking and rolling with them and even defending Taz. And, you know, now that, you know, she's on the, you know, other, you know, now that the shoe is on her foot, um, you know, people may have find it difficult to, to, to give her grace or support her because, you know, she, um, didn't give empathy or grace to those who had allegations against them in the past. It's interesting. Um, your question was, do you think people will have a hard time supporting her because they, yeah. Um, I I think that people No, this is what I think is going to happen. I think people are caught up in the mess because it is definitely, definitely dramatic. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, once a year, a good once a year, we'll have like a big, big blow up, break up, um, something huge to happen within the space. Mm -hmm. And people that were really, really cool will definitely break up sometimes. It it happens. Um, I think that people will support her because um, a lot of people... I think that's um, a lot of people have some disdain for Nyla um, and mm-hmm. Nyla has been at the top of her um, game to, mm-hmm. you know, um, when it comes down to content and growing her channels, um, mm-hmm. Taz has a successful channel, you know, like him or not, he does have a successful channel. Yeah, that's true. And so when you have now the, the only thing is, you know, Taz did go about gaining his subscribers with beef and a lot of discontent. And a lot of people feel like Nyla just, Nyla didn't interject. She didn't say a whole lot when mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff was going on. So, and people really look up to Nyla. People really um, admire her a lot. So I think it's like one of those things and wanting to see the queen get took down and oh really yeah to a certain degree so i think woman's fear a woman's fear will have the viewership um because our people are definitely invested in the oh yeah and people love beef let me tell you something people love beef now and even as it relates to taz and how he uh obtained his viewership the thing is taz like the taz that we see today is you know he is the same he's just as fiery he you know just as uh, likely to call someone out to address something that he see in the space and you know in the same way with the venom and you know uh, aggression um so um i think the, if, if people came for you know what they considered drama with taz um he hasn't switched it up like he's at all you know at all so they yeah no wonder why his subscribers have remained because you know he still do the same thing yeah and and this is the thing that i've learned about um humans in general people if you have a strong opinion about something and it doesn't matter what as long as it's a strong opinion Mm -hmm. and you can hold up for yourself people will 
definitely, definitely um, continue to support your channel. Yeah. Um, Big Truck, if you're she's talking about... She's saying a about, successful channel, though. Like, yeah. He does said, have a successful yeah. channel. Um, he being able to hundreds pull, of people in this audience. When yeah, he, that's um, success. Live, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, I would, I would absolutely say he has a successful channel, too, despite what you may think of him. Like, if you're, if you can garner an audience of three to five hundred people while you're uh, doing a live show, I would consider that success. And then if you're if 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 he's able to garner three to five hundred people and he's not talking about beef and it's not drama filled mm -hmm. to me, that is definitely a sign of success. Yeah. To me, as far as his channel was concerned, y'all yeah. will sit over here and you'll you'll see people with a million subscribers and they go live and they won't even have an ounce of engagement within their channels. Go look at some of these channels that go live. I'll give you um a prime example. There's this guy named Chaz Ellis and shout out to him. Chaz <laughs> Ellis has 176,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. Chaz Ellis went um live. He goes live every now and then, but he's literally having to ask people to engage so that's what i'm saying like listen and let me tell you something now they about to get on my nerves already because now you got like you act like we're saying something that is false although success is relative this man is able to do a live show and garner a bit a large audience for uh being for especially for a channel his size we cannot like th this is where you guys lose me because you yeah. have an argument and i i understand that you don't like him and you're not a fan of him and his and that's not what we are discussing literally she simply said that he has a successful channel now you're saying that we're pro abuser and all this other type of stuff like stop it with the foolishness that's gas lighting and, and straw manning if you don't yeah, have the exactly argument what it make, is yeah you you grasping for straws to try to make it seem like it's something that it's not when all she said is he has a successful channel that's yeah. it yeah um <laughs> you know they do a little bit of white woman in and caring in and shit Baby. You, that's what yeah. it is but let me read these super chats oh mm -hmm. god here we go <laughs> Shout out to that ratchet oh ass God. B. He <laughs> no, says he official congrats, Concrete, for finishing wow. your role on Twelve <laughs> Years a Fiance. Listen, cheers to eight. Something. Great future for y'all. You, 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 you got jokes, B. Like twelve years. I didn't know this man twelve years ago. Didn't know him five years ago. Not, not only that, I was in a relationship with someone totally different, and so was he. And we didn't even live in the same state. But y'all be liking to try it. B, when is your special day? Y'all were y'all all in my business, but I like to know. Listen, when you all up in your business. Girl, Ain't had cat since cat had him. Listen. I'm trying to tell you, but worried about what's going on over here in the the Mr. and Mrs. T household. Y'all gonna make me reach for the don't make me reach for the Remy. Listen, don't make yours. me reach for the Remy. Mm -mm -mm. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says so. Every time a female tries to get me to impregnate them because they like my eye color, oh. was them trying dark femininity on me? Lord have mercy. Really, really. I, only Andrew can make that correlation. Only Andy would do it, though. Does like, he have blue eyes? Yeah. Like, what is he talking about? Listen, only Andy. I don't even know how he made that leap, though. That's quite a leap. Where you get that from? 
Shout out to Andrew again. He says, Jesse Lee Peterson made Sinji look very dumb. <laughs> she couldn't answer what a real man is to her, but always says black men can't explain themselves properly. Listen, Jesse Lee can't even string a sentence together without the producers in his ear telling him what to say. But you saying he made somebody look dumb? Y'all crazy. Baby, Jesse Lee Peterson is funny to me. He is funny, but nonetheless, he's not literate. I'll just say that. Um, Dane C, thank you, thank you, thank you. He said, congrats again, concrete. And hey, Danielle, thank you, Dane. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, girl. Um, um, I did have something else. Did you have anything else to add regarding no, the No, let's get out of there, honey, because... We're going to have... I'm sure a stream will be made about us, too. We probably next on the chopping block, but... I hope not. Look, I mean... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in my dark feminine. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> stay, stay in your... Um, stay in your... Um, what's the opposite of dark femininity? Light. Your light femininity. Yes, I'm going to yeah. stay in the light. Please. Uh, but I have something else I wanted to bring up. Child, have you been watching the this debacle regarding Megan and Tori? It's like never ending. It's like one of those things that's going to be like the Will Smith slap that we talk about for way longer than necessary. You um, know what's so they dragging interesting? It out? Mm -hmm. I... I'm I'm out of it. Like I'm so mm. over it. Either lock the nigga up, right. lock her ass up. Mm -hmm. Somebody need to get locked up. I'm tired of them going back and forth. They said she did an interview with Gail. She was, but get, people said hmm. that her doing the interview with Gail, they that people were offended by her sitting down with with Gail. Uh, um, yeah, I'm offended by her sitting down with Gail because Gail is not. Uh, for black people at all gail uh tries to make black people look <laughs> the worst way possible Listen. so this bitch can get some views every She's time i think over. about her i think about snoop comment about her baby and <laughs> a dog hair a dog hair a dog face b lord have mercy um a funky dog haired b that's look, what he oh yeah that's what he said uh gail absolutely i concur black people she let is me not say often... go ahead up no, I was just saying, let me not say that because, you know, when Oprah come and try to sponsor, she's going to be like, oh, <laughs> oh no, we were just uh, saying what Snoop said. We, you know, fair <laughs> use, we wouldn't, um, you know. But listen, um, so if um, my thing is, like, I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing about the saga, but it, people are calling her out because now her story is now changing. She seems to be far more clear on what happened now, you know, as months have gone by. And, um, you know, people are just calling cap. So I, I, I really like, it's one of those things that I want to know what the truth is because there's their stories. Everybody's story seems to just be, you know, completely different. Um, I'm wondering who got paid off and <laughs> I'm ready for it to be over. Like, mm -hmm. get it over and out the yeah, way. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm really tired of even way. thinking about it. I am. I am. Yeah. But I do. I, it's one of those things that it's like one of the eighth mysteries of the world. I, I want to know what happened. Listen, uh, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, Concrete, you are now in the married circle with Sister George, mm -hmm. Danica Marie, Shay Day, Nurse and the Nerd, Fly Girl, Danny. 
Rita and Amira, um, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, now they can come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. Mm. As is. Mm. Um, Gaston, um, yeah, me and Oprah were related. We like six cousins, but she don't send our family no money no more. Listen, um, there was one other thing that I wanted to ask you about. Um, go ahead. You, if you have some, I do. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so did you hear about a story where a girl was dating this, um, man from a different country and she became pregnant with his child and he inserted two abortion pills into her and mm. um she was getting ready to miscarry the baby when they found the two pills um no wow uh never i didn't hear about that it was a black woman yes wow no yes um was trying to get her to end her pregnancy initially he had told her um that his family wouldn't be accepting of her Mm -hmm. um because she's of a different race and um he was telling her he loved her um he was checking on her he was very doting on her but he was actually trying to um make her having an abortion have an abortion and or or a miscarriage and I was thinking about this in this aspect of, um, and then another situation came up with Future. Eliza Rain had posted something on Future not seeing their daughter. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of situations like if a man is adamant about wanting the child and let's say he didn't even ejaculate inside of you and he tells you that he doesn't want this child um is he should he be obligated to take care of it when you knew from jump that that's not what he wanted uh wait a minute if he didn't ejaculate inside of you how did you get pregnant um well you know uh some ladies know condom tricks or oh oh that's yeah yeah should he be obligated to take Mm, care of it And I, I was sitting there thinking about it and I was like, if, if the woman wants an abortion and a man wants a child, um, the man doesn't get any say, you know what I'm saying? If she decides that she wants to have an abortion, mm-hmm. but if the woman decides that she wants to have a child and a man is not into her, you know, it was just one of those was what it was situations. Um, the man man doesn't have any say either way and um nobody feels that that's a problem i i think that's interesting and i'm i'm wondering will the laws ever change with that i doubt it i i, I feel like it's, you know we're getting more li- not in our country and i meant most it probably won't but we're getting more liberal as time passes they'll probably enact more laws that protect women yeah if anything yeah um, shout out to there. I said it. He says, congrats, C. Rose. He says, oh. Jesse Lee is hilarious. <laughs> he acts innocent knowing he is triggering his guests. Mm. That is um, so true. He, he is a trip. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Uh, he's funny. I, 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 I think he's funny. He's one of the people that's funny, but I don't know if he thinks, I think he believes that people are laughing with him, not at him. But yeah, he is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, there was something I was going to, oh, um, let me see this one. 
questions in it. So I saw a post that made its way onto social media and it was in relation to a man that was hitting up a woman and essentially pursuing her. So in the post, the man is hitting the woman up and he's pursuing her and he essentially sent her the text saying, you know, look, I'm, I'm tired of chasing you. So this is what it is. I'm picking you up at this time. Call the babysitter, you know, be dressed, be ready. I don't want to hear nothing. Um, you know, you, you know, keep saying you busy. I'm trying to show you a good time. And, you know, um, this is what's going down at, you know, this time I'm picking you up. So be ready. Um, because, you know, I'm tired of your stuck up behind treating me like I'm, I'm a sucker. Um, I want to know what your thoughts are about men sending those type of very assertive uh, on the borderline of being aggressive type of texts to women, um, especially women that they may not have any real dealings with, a woman that they're trying to get to know, like what your thoughts are, if you see that as a red flag or, you know, what what you think about that? Um, I like my men a bit more assertive. Like mm -hmm. I, I want you to say exactly what it is you want. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Mm -hmm. Um, but in today's climate, I don't think that's gonna work. I think women are focused or so focused on um emasculating men down to the very nodule. To say that men shouldn't pursue them, men shouldn't say anything to them when they're in the streets, men shouldn't compliment them, men shouldn't ask them anything, men should be here for services and services only. If it needs to be built, if it needs to be fixed, um, if 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 a problem needs to be solved, I need you for that. But other than that, I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. Oh. And when I decide that I wanna have sex with you, mm -hmm. then I'll let you know that I wanna have sex and you should be down for that. And you shouldn't have any issues with that. Drop mm -hmm. them draws. What's mm -hmm. up? What, what's, what's going on with that D? And I think that women are so in such a different type of energy mm -hmm. um, that a lot of, uh, you have one type of woman speaking for um, the majority of women mm -hmm. and the majority aren't saying anything. So um, I think this is if the, if this is the type of climate that they want to wear, um, that man who, who sent that text, they're probably going to be like, oh, well, he's harassing me and he's bothering mm -hmm. me and I don't want him to talk to me like that. And mm -hmm. look how aggressive he is and um, look at his energy and how dare he talk to me like that. Um, a lot of women are saying that they don't like that. They don't want to deal with that. He seems controlling. Yeah, he seems like he's a, a, a Neanderthal or some shit. They don't want that. That was the consensus. Like most of the women in the comments were like, red flag, run, he toxic girl, ain't no way, hell no, da 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 da. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I guess I'm the drama because I was like, yes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, okay, I like to see it. <laughs> like, and all the and then I look at the comments and all the women like, no, 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 it's gonna hurt you. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Um, when a man is actually in his masculine energy, mm -hmm. um, it's it's almost like women are trying to mm, I figured it I, out. What is it? 
they want the men to suppress their masculine energy so they could be in their masculine energy. Mm. Women want to be in their masculine Ooh, energy. Women want to be the men. Women want to be the yep. boss bitches. Mm-hmm. They want to run shit. They want to boss your ass around, have the ability to hire That's and fire your point. ass at will, tell you mm-hmm. when and how to have sex, and and want you to get somewhere and shut the fuck up. Don't they complain about nothing. They want you suppressing your masculine energy so that they can, you know, um, wear the pants in the relationship and be the ones, you know, with the their masculine energy on display, calling the shots. That's a ooh, that's a good point. Mm. Listen, um, UFO Kamikaze, you make a great point. They love aggressive communication if they are ooh. attracted to the man. To the man. Listen, facts, but. Facts. You have so many stipulations on what women will actually deem attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, women are xing men out. Um, if the man has cricket teeth, if he doesn't wear the right shoes, if um, he doesn't have a very deep voice, if women will invalidate a man for whatever freaking reason they're looking for reasons to not be sexually attracted to the man so i want y'all to also think about that um because i I find that to be really interesting like when you talk to women um you know back in the day a woman would get like a decent dude the dude could be decent in character but maybe he couldn't dress women would take that man and say okay well you can go and buy him some new clothes or um you could show him how to do a certain aspect you can give a man some swag but women women want good character they want the money they want everything that's supposed to come with a good relationship because off the strength that they are who they are not because they have to work for it so absolutely I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I just found it very interesting. And like, I am constantly like, you know, evaluating my stance on, on certain things in comparison to those of the women around me. And I'm like, damn, like I I must be from Mars because I don't think like that. Not to say that, you know, someone sending an aggressive text could not be cause for alarm, but reading the text message that he sent, there wasn't anything that was alarming to me in it. And there was, wasn't anything that said red flag or something to be concerned about. Now it's very possible that she had rejected him multiple times or just was not interested in the man at all. And in that case, you know, yeah, like, okay, I'm not, I'm not feeling you. Um, but like someone sending a very assertive text and tell women say that they want men to step up and take charge. Women complain all the time about men not compl- uh, actually uh, planning the dates about men, not putting thought into things. This man told you to be ready that he was planning the day. He had the babysitter. He, you know, he was very direct. He was like, I'm not waiting on you. This is what it is. Like women, women claim that that's what they want they claim that's what they want in one breath and then that ratchet ass bitch sitting next to her oh girl you like him mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. nah girl i couldn't be me yeah. um yeah girl Mm-mm. um and not really anything wrong with the guy but like i said looking for every reason to disqualify him mm-hmm. um so they can run off into the sunset with their homegirls that you know that wow. seems like what it's about right now everybody's homegirl has to validate their man and if your homegirl ain't validating your man and this bitch singles them up too mm-hmm. um ain't nobody got nothing to say like if your homegirls don't val- validate him 
um, he's out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's I think, very true. Yeah, true. and it, it's crazy. It's crazy mm -hmm. as hell. So, um, but goodness rated Bo, y'all do have a good point. I'm not going to say that that's not true, but I'm starting to see a huge gap when it comes down to the men actually even meeting the criteria. Um, women are on some different stuff. Oh, I knew it was something that I wanted to tell you. Mm -hmm. So when I go to shade room, right. And let, or, or any of these social media sites with these mm -hmm. like situations or whatever, they'll tell a situation. I'll think about my answer before I'll actually go to the comments. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is that my answers tend to differ. Oh yeah. From lot. the majority. Yeah. 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 And I, I thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm always in the minority whenever I look at these different gossip sites and, you know, they pose a question or there's a scenario that women are weighing in on. Um, it's very few women in the comments who, you know, have uh, opinions or uh, thought processes that I would agree with or, you know, um, that can compare to mine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was really interesting too, because yeah. it was like, um, every time I go to their comment section, if it's a situation, um, especially if it's a man versus um, woman type of thing, and let's say the man is clearly in the right Man, I'll go to the comments and watch them justify all the bullshit possible. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this where we at. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, well, God damn. But um, yeah, it does. <laughs> what it does for me is it does affirm a lot of the opinions of the men in this space when they say yeah. like the 80-20 thing and that. And it also makes me realize that, you know, in me being so defensive about things that are said about black women, most black women don't think like me. Most black, many black women have completely different ideologies and a lot of the things that negative things that black men have to say about them and how black women think and operate. I can't continue to deny it and say, no, black women don't know. I can't because oftentimes it's proven to me that, you know, they don't think like me. Right. Right. And, you know, you don't ever want to think that um, you're a unicorn or, you know, you're a different type of woman because you have a lot of women who will say, well, Oof. You're not that much different. I don't care if you were able to get wow. married as a Girl, single mom and being listen. overweight. You aren't different from anybody else. This There's nothing me. special about you. Um, anybody thing. could do it. That's you know, that thing. was what a, that's what a lot of hoes was on, on here saying. I'll tell you, mm. girl, that's triggering to me because I've heard women say that and like real talk though, like I am different than a lot of women. I am different than a lot of chicks that I come across in majority of women, my mindset, like how I operate, um, you know, the degree of femininity that I exude, like I am different. That doesn't mean that there may not be some things that you can find that we're similar in, but as it relates to my foundation, I am different than a lot of women and chicks get mad that you say that or try to act like you pedestalizing yourself but so the fuck what if i don't who will i know for a fact <laughs> that's why I, it's hard for me to remain single because men see yes. the value in me immediately and it's always been like that and i'm gonna own it i don't give a damn how you feel about it yeah um i thought that, you know um it becomes one of those things well uh 
and, and I've heard guys uh, kind of make this statement. Well, if Sister George can get married, if C. Rose and Sister George can get married, why can't you? Um, mm -hmm. there, there are reasons that they can't. And if mm -hmm. they could, they would. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. you know. That's Ain't nobody stop who's standing in your way. <laughs> A good man. Mm -hmm. That's what's standing in their way. Well, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, you ready to get off into this topic? Baby, I'm ready to get dark. Uh oh, uh, you definitely are far more of an expert in this field than I am, but I've done quite a bit of research Ooh. and I was able to kind of tie it into my own knowledge uh, that applies to this topic. So I'm excited to talk about it and let's get off into how women use uh, dark femininity to uh, essentially manipulate men. Baby, well, run manipulate, game, run game. Run game. Stick them for a paper. Yeah. Yeah. Hypnotize. Mm -hmm. Enchant. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're gonna mm -hmm. see what it's what it's hidden for. We are. Oh, really quickly. Thank you, Gastons. I appreciate it. I definitely received your cash app and thank you, bro, for the love. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um so okay let's let's first talk about it eugene has a good question so as it relates to dark femininity for those who don't know because i think you know this is more falling into like an esoteric realm and a lot of people may not really be aware of what dark femininity is so let's first um just kind of i guess you know define it in our own terms or okay. in our own words and then we can get off into the topic if you don't mind absolutely um so she is going to be naturally bitchy a woman is going to be naturally bitchy no face all scrunched up do what they want go where they want you can't tell them shit. um she's wildly seductive um she is comfortable with expressing her sexuality so if she fucked 10 dudes tonight you can't judge her mm -hmm. matter of fact you can't tell her shit because you wanted to be one of the ones mm. and she ain't want you so that's why you mad mm. um she is sometimes in her masculine energy meaning that she is ready to go to battle she's ready for war she's down to ride she's gonna be your ride or die um she would be the woman that would be seen as taboo or dangerous um unladylike mm -hmm. um in a sense um she has a very big ego um, she is the essence of sexy and what a lot of guys find sexy. So if you go look at a stripper and that stripper is on her back and she's able to reach her legs up to her hands over her head while she's on her back, um, they're able to do things like that. A lot of men find that type of stuff sexy, yeah. but that would be a woman um, being in her dark feminine so uh so dark femininity is first off femininity is an energy and it is on a spectrum just like many things so just like masculinity so you have dark femininity at the at one end far extreme and then you have light femininity and then there are degrees of the two in between so when yes. we talk about dark femininity we are talking about manipulation we're talking about a woman using her feminine wiles to get what she wants a 
woman using her feminine wiles to run game, to take advantage of. Um, they are typically, women, when a woman is in her dark femininity, she would typically be described as being a free spirit. She, you know, understands and, you know, uh, engages in the art of seduction. Um, she's a, a temptress. Um, you know, mm -hmm. uh, most women, or I guess to be, um, to be balanced, um, you would be in tune with both of your femininities. It's not that dark femininity in and of itself is a negative thing, but mm -hmm. typically dark femininity is used in a negative way. It's, it's abused more often than not because most women don't have that balance. Oftentimes the women who operate in their dark femininity only and solely operate in their dark femininity because they're using it for evil. So that's kind of a, just a general idea of what dark femininity is. Yes. I think that is a, um, yeah. Now I do have a question for you. Oh, um, she would also be a woman that's considered like the black widow, um, the femme fatale, mm -hmm. um, those energies. So if you think about, um, women that are like the heroes and, um, a lot of, Harley Quinn would be an excellent. Um, mm. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Harley Quinn would be an excellent um, example of dark feminine. But if you have like a Rihanna, yes, um, Rihanna, Rihanna would example. be maybe not as she may not be fully operating in her dark femininity, but absolutely, that's the first person that came to mind when reading up on what dark femininity is. Um, Absolutely, Rihanna would fit the mold. Um, you know, maybe she's not 100% and or, you know, using her femininity for, you know, evil, but I absolutely see examples of dark femininity in Rihanna. Yeah, uh, Rihanna told dudes that they was just another nigga on the Oh, I didn't know list. that. I know that. You, you never heard the song? Uh, he was what? just another nigga on the hit list. Try to fix your oh, yeah, 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 yeah. with a bad bitch. Yeah. Um, I have. I have. Yeah. And that she... would be a dark, um, that's dark feminine energy. Yeah. Um, and usually when a woman is able to transcend out of her being the cooking and cleaning and her being soft and sweet mm -hmm. and nice and um she could uh she she's a, a a throat goat and she knows all this sexual stuff you know another a lot of men are angelina jolie is another good she's example. a great example yeah, um of a dark feminine energy exactly so when men someone was saying that it sounds like we're speaking of witchcraft no there are, these are real live examples it's essentially that boss bitch energy that bad b that woman who you can't it's something about her and you can't understand she commands the room and literally she can manipulate you and, and you look around and you don't even understand how you just paid her two hundred dollars you don't understand what it was that she did you know what sounded you know, she's whispering sweet nothings in your ear and you literally walk over she walks away without having to give you anything and literally just had you come up off of something of value, you know, that was a value to you. This isn't witchcraft. This is something that you encounter very regularly. And to be completely honest, though, I want to like also highlight that all women have the capacity to operate in dark femininity. All women use dark femininity, but not to the extremes that some women do and not always for evil. Examples of dark femininity are also women being the damsel in distress. A Thanks. woman 
um, flirting with her man or, or doing things that she likes to get what she wants. But it's, it's manipulation. It, it's, it's not as on a, you know, it may not be like for evil intentions. Maybe you want a new bag, but you know your man like this little thing oh, that you put in the bed. Can you please buy yeah, me a new bag? Exactly. Oh. Well, you know, I'm going to do that little thing you like. Like that is, those are also examples of dark femininity. Yeah, um, Erica Baidu would be a mm. perfect example yeah. um, because Erica knows what she's doing. Erica be mm -hmm. Let me ask you yeah. a question. Mm -hmm. Men tend to have a lot of complaints about said women, but why do these women ever, ever, ever have a shortage of men? Um, that's that's interesting that you asked that question. Um the women who operated what i what i would say is it's relative to or a great example of why or the reasoning would be looking at or examining like madonna whore complex mm -hmm. how a man wants a woman he wants to partner with and publicly be with a woman who is in her light feminine energy who is submissive and who is loving and caring and all the great things but behind closed doors or and when and when the night falls he wants to be with somebody who is a complete slut that he can slut out that he can do all kinds of nasty things with that is dominant that is assertive and that you know will you know is sure of herself and is confident um I, you know i think that men want the best of both worlds really and truly um, that's why a woman who understands how to balance her femininity, her dark and light femininity, oftentimes um, she is able to, you know, have a um, very long lasting loving relationship because she understands yeah. how to balance the two. Right. Um, shout out to Obsidian. Um, he says the what what you ladies are talking about um, are are what are known as the dark triad women. I've addressed this matter extensively on my channel. Um, Obsidian, if you could, I'm gonna drop the link for you to come up. This is for Obsidian, if he is available to come up and to talk about this because um, I've been doing, I've studied it a bit for a while and mm -hmm. I've noticed that um, you would think, okay, they'll tell women not to be um, manipulative, to be very soft, to be kind, to be gentle, to be loving, mm -hmm. um, to be submissive, and this should get them the men that they want. And a lot of women are coming back and saying, okay, I've done all this shit and I haven't gotten anything, but Absolutely. the woman who does the most whole shit seems like she's getting everything that she wants out mm -hmm. of me. Um, she is getting the bags, the shoes, the cars, the attention, the houses, the businesses. Um, she's got men at her feet. They're licking her heels. Um, they just want to sniff it. Um, <laughs> and no, Kit Cloud, it's not a factor of them all. This they're story. not all lying their ass off. He, listen, you know how we it's know not they're true. not all lying their ass off? Like strip clubs stay packed. Strip clubs Facts. make millions of strippers. Literally, some of the top strippers in Atlanta make uh, cover, uh, you know, make over a million dollars, make over seven figures. So we know that this exists. And and, and someone, oh, uh, the general was saying, no, we just want women to not be thoughts. You say that, but then men literally will, will go and spend 
spend hundreds of dollars putting it up someone's tail that they're mesmerized by or someone who understands the art of seduction and can literally get them to spend their paycheck on them like come on obsidian how are you obsidian uh good evening ladies how are you doing great doing great what's going on with you oh yeah no i'm kind of uh you know, thinking about uh, some other things I want to do. And uh, I, I, while going through my feed, I saw you guys uh, having this conversation. So I decided to listen in. So. And you reference them as dark triad women. You don't reference it as dark femininity. Can you, I've never heard that term used. Yeah. Um, if you look it up on the internet, it's, it's there. It's not something I made up myself. The dark yeah. triad speaks to, it was a, a phrase that was coined back I think exactly 20 years ago. Um, what it means is that uh, the psychological traits of narcissism, psychopathy, and mm. rebellionism um, originally um, documented in men, um, but increasingly, and I love the way that you, you ladies just put it just before I came on the air with you, um, increasingly in our social media age, it's being documented more and more in women. So mm-hmm. you may recall last year, my first book, um, the book of Obsidian, a manual for the 21st century black American gentleman. So last year came out and one of the big uh, talking points of the period when it came out and through the summer months was what I refer to as dinner whores. So the idea oh, yeah. of calls, women going out with men who they knew had they had no romantic or sexual interest in only to get the quote-unquote free food okay so those women i addressed this in the first book those women uh based on a psychological study had high scored very high in dark triad traits they scored Mm -hmm. very high on narcissism so that we're clear narcissism means undue importance you think you're much more important than you really are. You think that you're really special, although you're really not, um, and so forth. A very, a vastly overinflated sense of importance. Um, they also scored very high on psychopathy. Psychopathy means the the utter lack of empathy for other people's feelings, um, borderline sadistic impulses, like when um. When Danielle recounted one of Rihanna's songs and the line, and I, I'm, help me with this, uh, Danielle, the line, uh, you just another nigger on my hit list. Mm-hmm. That would be an example of the psychopathy. Okay. L- uh, Nicki Minaj has said yep. very, very, very similar things. And she scores high on the dark triad of traits. And then there's Machiavellianism using going back to to Nicki Minaj, for example. Machiavellianism means that you're highly manipulative, right? That you will use, see people as a means to an end. Very Machiavellian. Um, After the, after the, I want to say 17th, either 16th or 17th century, Italian political scientist and philosopher, Niccolo Machiavelli, um, he's best known for his work, The Prince. That's where the phrase comes from. Um, and um, yeah, so the the dark triad represents those traits. And 
the 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 foodie call or as i call it dinner whore thing is rooted and based in actual science one third of all american women have freely admitted to going out on dates with men they had zero interest in just to get the free food that's a fact three out of every 10 uh, american women have done it mm -hmm. okay so yeah they, they and there are other you know sign signposts um, many of what you said, both of you ladies have said, definitely the signs in my, my first book for the fellas, I outline, I have a whole section about watch out for the signs you ladies have hit on it, but just to reiterate what you ladies said, one very obvious sign. Um, these are ladies that are very attractive, sexually attractive. Yep. They know what boys want. They know what boys want and they're willing to give it to them. OK, uh, y'all talked about, you know, how the, there was a gentleman earlier who kind of poo pooed what you two were saying. And y'all responded by saying, listen, you know, you, we can look at the evidence right in front of us. You can you can look at strip clubs. They could turn over. I, I think it was like a few years ago in Atlanta, um, which is well known for its stripper culture, I guess you could call it um, at Magic City in one night. They, they made like two or three million in one night. Yeah, and it's happened multiple times. Um, yeah, it, it's happened multiple times. Um, General, you said something earlier that I wanted to address. You said that the men just want to run through these women. Um, if you look at Cleopatra or um, Elizabeth Taylor, um, if you look at Ariana, these women are never short on men. And there's always somebody um, to pick up the slack. Always, I mean, it is interesting to think like it, I don't know if men are if their true desires are to conquer, but when you say like the men that they just want to run through it, the interesting thing is like the level of like the point is these women are the ones doing the manipulating. If their desire is just to run through them, it's clear that these men aren't being successful. And, you know, you're going back to a strip club week after week, giving somebody your paycheck. That's not indicative of you winning and, and being able to run through someone. Yeah. And not only that, I'm glad you mentioned um, the two ladies that are kind of linked there, the, the real life Cleopatra and Elizabeth Taylor, who played Cleopatra in the film. Um, 1962 film. Um, yeah, both of them had definitely had touches of dark triad traits, no doubt about it. And um, and as you rightly pointed out, neither one of them wanted for suitors. Um, Cleopatra, I know this is a lot of brothers ain't going to like to hear this, but, you know, because there's a big, you know, debate in and around the black manuscript. But to be fair, on broader black social media, the idea that a woman that has had a child outside of wedlock is damaged goods. Um, that's not as absolute as we, as many would like to believe. And the proof of that is Cleopatra. She was a baby mama twice. And that did not, you know, forestall her ability to attract Mark Anthony, who was a very high ranking Roman general. You know who else that people don't never, they never consider her, but I just thought about something and that's J-Lo. J-Lo would be a perfect example of dark Ooh. femininity. Yeah. Um, people never ever really uh, 
Mm. You know, J-Lo keeps her shit tight, though. But she would be a good example of dark feminine energy. Um, she's been in, she's been engaged, married, whatever, whatever. But the problem has never been J-Lo. Come on. That's like the point. I even thought I was wondering if Jada would be considered as operating in dark femininity. Jada Pinkett Smith? Yeah, yeah. She yeah. is uh, now... And I'm I'm going off of the things that I've seen on social media. Mm -hmm. uh, Jada would actually be considered the new matriarch. Um, she would be. Uh, she's the the new queen, quote unquote. Mm. Um, people are relegating that situation with Will Smith. They said that Jada gave Will a mere look, and Will reacted oh, yeah. and responded. Part of dark femininity. It's not verbal. It's literally you they're picking up on your cues and you're you're using your body and your entire body, your eyes, for example, by giving someone a look. Like that is a, a major factor from what I studied in dark femininity, is that you don't have to say a word to get what you want done. Yeah, yeah. we all that was a very good example of what happened with the mm -hmm. Warren Jada Pinkett Smith at the Oscars, because we all saw. I mean, various multiple angles. I know you all seen it by now. Various, various mm -hmm. multiple angles of you know what led up to Will going up and smacking uh, uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, and we you can't you can't get past it. You, you, no, look, it, was, it was right there. We all saw it. So yeah, she gave him a look yeah. and he reacted and responded. Not only that, not only that, there have been things that has been allowed to um, be on social media with no repercussions at all and that they a lot of women are saying that's the type of energy they want to exude with men mm. that's the type of power that women want to have over men mm. and they um women are uh looking at jada as a hero as opposed to um someone a woman who can't get what she wants um there was a facebook post and i'm gonna say this real quick um a woman had made this Facebook post and said that there were so many women that were jealous of Jada because they their men wouldn't defend him the way Will Smith defended her. And the fact that she just gave Will a look, she looked exasperated, rolled her eyes and Will went running. And women are saying that other women are jealous because you don't have that type of power. You don't have that type of control over men. You don't know how to run men. You don't know how to get what you want. And, um, there's a lot of a lot of books and um things coming out trying to teach women how to manipulate better there um, are and there have been want. books for the, yeah. regarding the art of seduction and right. you know um kind of how to use your feminine wiles and feminine energy to get what you want i do want to ask obsidian a quick question yeah um obsidian I don't know if you can answer this, but one thing that I find interesting is that whenever we have these types of topics, it seems to be that a lot of men find it difficult to wrap their heads around because they feel like we're talking about, because we're not talking about something that's logical to them. Um, do you have any idea why that is, why men seem to struggle to understand the concept or accept that this is something that exists? And also it's interesting that you though, um, don't seem to have that problem well um yes so we can dial the clock back a few months to the and everybody knows about this the infamous incident between kevin samuels and Nicki minaj many black men felt 
they were they were deeply upset. Matter of fact, it wasn't even just black men. I've seen white men who were upset with with Kevin. They felt that Kevin waffled. They felt that Kevin kind of folded, um, and and didn't give Nikki the same work that he would give the average at best women that call his show. Um, okay, I can I can hear that, but the the sheer, I mean, it was just such extreme, uh, major intensity with the with which so many black men, uh weighed in on the topic of Nicki Minaj. Many of them were saying that Nicki Minaj is the ruination of young black women and she's she, she's excuse me, she's behind them being, you know, being thoughts and so on and so forth. But as you rightly pointed out, um the number I went and did a deep dive on exactly who is engaging with Nicki Minaj online. Um for example on Facebook where you know damn near every black person is um a solid 30% of engagement that she gets from Facebook alone comes from black men. Okay. A solid. You would think that, you know, because she's female, she appeals to more females. You would think it would be higher than that. 30% is pretty significant of the overall engagement numbers. Um, There are other numbers mm-hmm. and indices as well. That just gives you one snapshot picture. So why so many brothers have a hard time with this well the obvious reason is because nobody wants to be manipulated um and we can go into the psychological it's a psychological you know adaptation to keep you from being taken advantage of right so no nobody wants to be manipulated and the thing about nikki is nikki is highly manipulative very highly okay um uh she has admitted in interviews, I think one one as recently as a few months ago with Joe Budden, she has admitted to getting body enhancements, okay, um, for the express purpose of manipulating men. Um, her entire career is predicated on manipulating men, particularly uh, sexually. She uh, pushing their buttons, right? Um, and that can create an adverse reaction in a lot of men. And I think because all of this is psychological, by definition, it operates at the subconscious level. You're not consciously aware of it. Um, and so this is one of the reasons why a lot of, a lot of guys, you said earlier, um, concrete that I'm not as bothered by it. The reason why is because, well, number one, I study this for a living. And, um, number two, because I'm, you know, I'm very introspective, believe it or not. I'm very introspective and really know and understand what my buttons are and know when I'm being manipulated. And if you if you know, knowing's the half the battle. So I don't engage. I make it a point not to engage with women that I know are highly manipulative. I I, I do my level best to not engage with them as much as possible. You know, there's the, there's an old Greek tale. Th- th- these these things are not nothing new. Um, talked about Cleopatra. Going to give you another tale. So there's a story about a guy named Perseus, right? And he was given a job by Zeus, right, to go and deal with the Medusa. Very interesting story, because 
we all know Medusa with the you know snake head, you know, snakes are for hair and that sort of thing. Actually, she was quite beautiful before she was cursed, right? And if you looked at her, you instantly turned to stone, right? So what Perseus had to do, he used a special shield that he was given that had a mirrored inside, and he couldn't look directly at her. He looked at her through the shield, and that's how he was able to take her head off. Mm-hmm. I I learned from that story that mm-hmm. one way to deal with dark triad women is to not look at them as much as possible. Do not look at them. As a matter of fact, Nicki Minaj even has a song called Looking Ass Niggas. You know, I guess my, my, uh, and I understand, and thank you for answering the question, but my thing is if you are considering yourself to be red pill or, uh, or, you know, a man who understands the nature of women, um, to be completely honest, you can't solely rely on logic because as women, as you guys know, and not to, we're, we're, we can be logical. We have the ability to be logical. However, we operate outside of logic in, in you know many instances. So if you are saying that you have full understanding of, of women and you understand the nature of women, you have to be willing to go beyond that. And you can't simply dismiss something because logically it does not make sense to you. Well, by definition, psychologically, you know, you're, you're, excuse me, your psychology is not, you know, exist in your i guess you could say frontal lobe it's not it's not rational right mm-hmm. it's, it's very irrational um it's subconscious and so this is the reason why a lot of guys have the reactions that they do um instead of you know kind of slowing down stop looking and you know really kind of be introspective um you know sun Tzu once famously said that if you know your enemy you know yourself and that's one reason why it doesn't rock. None of this bothers me because I know myself and um, I know what my trigger triggers are. I know what to look out for. And I and I move accordingly. But for a lot of a lot of men who get taken in, they don't they don't understand it. They don't they don't they're not very introspective. And uh, they're perfect marks for uh, for women like this. Um, yeah, and um, there was something else I was gonna say is that um, uh, a level of self awareness is key um when you're dealing with women who are very very manipulative. Um, having a level of self awareness is definitely key because that uh, women are able to pick up on so many different things upon meeting a man we can tell if a man is confident we can tell if um he how you can kind of see how a man feels about himself just from observation you could tell a lot about a man just from looking at him and how he carries himself and a lot of um women tend to get over because they already pick the guy out as a for a mark before he ever even opened his mouth yeah. and um i just wanted to point that out yeah um you don't you don't want to frequent places you know you learn from you know perseus uh you cannot look at these ones you know it's it's real interesting the period that we in so we've always had these women ar- among us but things have ramped up in more recent years and the reason why is social media women in so... general but black women in particular engage with social media more than anyone else. So you have to think about 
the women, let's look at the IG models, for example. Um, it's all predicated on looks. If you don't look at it, it doesn't work. You you have to be able to look at it and then you share it and then you engage with it. That's what the name of the game is. So a lot of these guys, on the one hand, are making all this noise. But on the other hand, as y'all both rightly pointed out, they're engaging with it. Mm -hmm. Don't engage with it. Disengage. Pull the plug. It's something um, I wanted to talk about that you brought up. I'm going to read the super chat first. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, strip clubs stay packed because those black women are easy to sleep with for free and date <laughs> for their money. I have experience. Why you think broke dudes that get released from jail go straight to strip oh clubs? Dang on Andy. <laughs> like I'm sitting here and I'm I just... Can't. <laughs> I'm always like, wow. Yeah, he, 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 I have nothing. I can't even respond. Yeah, thank you, Andy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Obsidian, you brought up something that um, Concrete and I discussed earlier on, but you remember a point in time where, like the 90s, the 90s was like the era of the good girl or the girl next door. The 80s, 90s was like the era of the girl next door. Right. And you would see women kind of exude, um, and Curlin calls it like a little spice. Um, they would be a little spicy, but there was still a lot of very feminine energy that they carried. And it was light feminine energy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, even if she was the villain, she would still be like the mama or the worrying type. And she would still exude that type of femininity. And then we moved to an era of we moved to to the era of the bad bitch and so everything mm -hmm. is spicy now and i remember like going out you know like when i used to club and i remember like we went through a trend where um nobody wore like bras underneath like sheer shirts it was right. like a rihanna thing or whatever oh. and i noticed that no oh. nothing oh. like nipples out Dang. and i remember I can remember like every now and then you would see one of those type of women back, you know, like every, it was like a every now and then thing. And then if you go to certain areas, that is the whole spot and everybody's trying to outdo each other. Like who could twerk the best? Who's the most naked? Who's the most sexiest? Who's more the most seductive right. as opposed to, I could bake a better pie than you girl and your greens ain't hitting on shit it's not like that anymore and I, I you know I've been able to watch the shift and the shift has just been amazing like it's been a because we we all saw the shift um I guess my question is what do y'all think cause Obsidian you said with the emergence of social media do you think there are any other circumstances that uh cause that shift too yeah, um, one of the biggest shifts, and a lot of guys aren't going to like to hear this, but one of the biggest shifts is um, we have the majority of black men today have never been married. Okay, this is big, this is really big. I, I was having a conversation earlier today, and I because we're I'm working on something, and I was talking out my ideas, and I said, you know, think back to 1952. What did black America look like then? Well, one one thing we do know is that there was a whole lot more marriages back then. 
you know, more than white America in 1952. Fast forward six decades later, the black marital rate is below 30%. The majority of black men today are not married. Okay. Um, I think that has something to do with it. And the reason why I frame it that way is because unless the ladies on mass, you know, take the reins of the courting dance, it's still in, in men's court. And we can debate, you know, how and why, you know, black men on mass didn't marry. That's a whole nother debate. I'm just simply saying that for whatever reason, this is where we are. Uh, I think that played a role. And you said the 1990s. So by the time 1980 hit, um, the black marital rate had plummeted. It was at an all-time high right around the time. And I know this is a hot-button word, but I'm going to go there. It was around an all-time high right around the time that the Moynihan Report dropped. So you're looking at mid-1960s. By the time 1980 hit, you know, the, the bottom had dropped out of it. By the time the, the, the out-of-wedlock birth rate at the time of the Moynihan Report was about 25% in the black community. And that was the highest for everybody. But by the time the year 2000 came around, that number had almost tripled. And the black marital rate had plummeted. So what am I saying here? I think that's one. I'm not saying it's the cause. I'm saying that's one of the additional signposts along the way, along with the emergence of social media circa 2005-ish, uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, thereabout. So, um, yeah, I think that... Um, the lack of black men marrying to the to the point today that you have more never married black men than ever married black men at this point and um with no end in sight so that's part of it um there was something that i wanted to cover okay and why, and why do you think that up the reason why i'm putting it that way is because think about it how else you you talked about in the in the nineties, it it was kind of like the last hurrah of the mm -hmm. you know, girl next door. I can bake a better cake than you. That's signaling, mm -hmm. you know, I can be domestic. I can be a wife. You know, right. what other way are women supposed to signal attractiveness as mates if wife if wifeliness is off the table? Um. That's what? a good question, and I'm th I'm thinking um, mainly leaning on their sexuality. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what they're relying on. That is what they've defaulted to their bodies. Uh, you know, exuding sexuality and sensuality, and through wearing see-through clothes, so you can see what could potentially be yours. Yeah, and there was something that I I did want to bring up. Um, another thing that I'm thinking is contributing to low marital rate is the bad bitch is not a safe bet. Most men do like a femme fatale. They like them. Oh. Most men do like a femme fatale. Mm -hmm. But if a woman exudes too much of a certain energy, she is definitely not seen as safe. Um, she could run all over the man. The man doesn't want to be at work and thinking that you fucking the milkman um, while he's making the money and providing for his family. 
or doing whatever. Um, but most men don't feel like it's a safe bet. So most men aren't looking to marry because those are the women that can't be tamed or controlled. But but many of those women don't want marriage either. But many of it. those women are playing the short game. They're not playing the long game. But that's just it. You just you, you two just hit on it. Um, and again, I know a lot of brothers don't want to hear this. They 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 have a role to play. I'm not going to oversell this, but they do have a role to play in tamping this down. If they're really serious, because a lot of brothers spend what I call they spend a lot of time on what I call thought content. That is to say, you have content creators who I will not name. Many of them have done very well for themselves, and they basically essentially talk about look at how bad these thoughts are. Um. A lot of guys are drawn to that. And um, if we're really serious, fellas, about, you know, tamping down on that, uh, the first thing you can do is unplug, unplug from OnlyFans, unplug from Instagram, etc., And then get with the, you know, homely, plain Jane with a heart of gold. That's that's really how you stop. <laughs> but you know what? Like, listen how you make that sound. No man wants that. Like, really, like men, women want it all, but men want it all, too. They want to be able to have the dime chick, the bad chick, the woman with the sensuality. But literally, we're, we're talking about things that you need to watch out for and things to be careful for when you are striving for that woman. But they want that woman, that bad chick, that boss chick, the, you know, um, woman that's in her dark femininity to also be domesticated, to want to raise their kids, to want to clean, to want to cook, and she's not with it. And I think that's where some of these complaints stem from, because she's not trying to get meat under her nails by cooking you dinner. She doesn't want you to want to have children. She wants to still be able to live a single lifestyle. She wants to be able to come and go as she pleases. So your values may not align with that specific woman, but they don't want to result, resort to having to date the homely nice chick with the heart of gold yeah um i believe there was a line or I, I did see a recent um photo cover shoot of cardi b and her husband offset kind of like a family photo mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh but i but but prior to that about a year or two ago i think it was might have been several years ago at this point there was a a line from cardi b along these lines that goes something like uh i don't cook i don't clean but i got this ring that's what yeah, yeah so um so yeah um black black men do have a role to play in this and uh it's up to them how they want to you know proceed but um if the concern is with the thoughts and stuff you gotta as far as i'm concerned you gotta nip it at the bud you gotta you gotta take care of it at the root and the root of it is Social media definitely is driving this. Um, the ladies who have complained that hoes be winning, hoes stay winning, they're not making that up. They're not, not just, you know, grabbing it out of the air. It's, it's real. Um, those are the women that get the attention of guys. Those are the women that get the money of guys. And um, in a society where, you know, the majority of the men have never been married and don't be looking to anytime soon, the women are going to, to, to default to that which whatever men are giving their attention to. And um, that's where we are. And I, to be brutally frank, I don't see it ending anytime soon. I just don't. I don't see it ending anytime soon either. Um, uh, the, the way the culture is shifting, um, like I was telling Concrete earlier, I really do think, think that women want to be um, seen as the new leaders of the community. They want to be seen as the head at the top. Without a doubt. They want to be at the top. 
They so, already make those claims that they're leading the community that, you know, so it wasn't for black women, da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was interesting the whole point about um, Jada Pinkett Smith kind of being a new matriarch and so on and so forth. Yeah. But what um, was interesting about that to me, there's a, there's a lady named um, Diana Fleischman. She's a uh, prominent evolutionary psychologist married to a very famous one named Jeffrey Miller. She um, did an interview a couple years ago. And she had noted that our now she wasn't specifically speaking about black American society, but it's easy to map what she's saying onto it. She was saying that Western society is moving into a not just a more feminized society. That's true. But it's also becoming more and more adopting the values of middle aged women. Right. So with the now that was a few years ago when she said that. So we all have this situation with Jada and Will at the Oscars. We have the look. Uh, Will is laughing. He looks at Jada. Jada gives him a bad look. He goes up there to slap her around the world. OK, so the question I had for myself, because I had been thinking about Dr. Fleischman's statement. And I, my question was, OK, so what are the values of middle aged women, women who, you know, in another era would be the big mamas, you know, as we would call them, a black America, women that have, you know, considerable influence as a result of being a mom, a grandmom, you know, and, and, and you know, ex extrapolating it out through a community. Um, I think and this is just my back of the envelope observation i think that one of those values for a lot of middle-aged women today is is like you said being able to wield influence sans the traditional route so sans a husband sans children sans grandchildren but we be able to wield worldly influence and what's one of the biggest ways to wield influence is the threat of violence you know, let's look at Tiffany Haddish, another middle-aged black woman. She was very laudatory of Will and made and went a step further to say more black men need to be doing that. I mean, she's given a full-throated endorsement to violence. Mm -hmm. okay. Well, black women, we want to be able to um we want to be able to have black men, uh, you know, jump at our whim and to defend us when we see fit. And no matter how trivial the situation may be, we want to be able to wield the, the fists of black men at, at our whim. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, like attack dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Good point. Attack dogs with penises. Um, yeah. Um, shout out to L. Nixon. He says, shout out to my sis, old man, and congratulations, C. Rose. Thank so you, happy thank for you. Thank you, thank thank you, you so much for that. Yeah, um, they want attack dogs with penises. And, you know, it's going to be a thing like if you don't have that type of control over your man, you will have women who will look at you like you're being um, completely subjugated because you're not trying to wield a certain type of control over your own man. And you, it's interesting, you know, I go to the hair salon. Um, if my husband calls and tells me to do whatever, whatever, and I'm like, okay, babe, I'll do da 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 and, and happy about it. 
oh, he be telling you to do da 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 da. <laughs> oh, you going to do that? Oh, couldn't be me. Um, I would, girl, to better you than me, honey. Couldn't be me. And and you'll hear a lot of those things, especially when you're under the, a man's leadership. Um, a lot of women have uh stuff against it. A lot of I, people have stuff against it. In my research of the topic, I watched several videos with black women because I was interested in what black women had to say about the topic. And many of them were taking the stance that if you operate in light femininity, that you're weak and that you are, you know, docile and that you are pushover and all of these negative um, things that they attributed to women who operate in their dark or their light femininity and are not, you know, attempting to manipulate or control or, you know, run over their man that something's wrong with you. Yeah. Well, let's think we'll think about why they would do that. So, you know, we've we've seen this in other forms too, the whole pick me thing. So so why would that be? Well, the answer is competition. The a lot of black women are low to admit that women compete for mates just like mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Women, a lot of black women don't like to admit that, but it's true. And when you, we hear black women being derided as being a pick me, that's that, for example, that's one example of many of, you know, the female version of competition for mates. Um, uh, if those women get a leg up on the more desirable black men, then the dark triad women lose out. So it makes sense to denigrate. As a matter of fact, in the, in the clinical literature, the phrase is derogation of competitors. As a matter of fact, women dirty Mac even more than men do. Oh, absolutely. Oh, what's an example of women dirty Mac? Uh, calling women pick me's, calling women hoes, you know, slack. Mm-hmm. Women call women denigrate women along sexual lines much more than men do. It get, men get a lot of press for it, but the truth of the matter is that women actually denigrate each other more on that than, than men do. Mm. With with and the, and the idea in that sense, uh, and it's interesting how it's turned around, as Danielle pointed out, in the original sense. So you call you, you know, she's a hoe, she this and that. And what that would do is dissuade the guy. Hope that the, the intended goal is to dissuade him for considering her for a wifely mate. Right. Yep. But now it's turned around. So it's the women that are uh, uh you know imbibing the whole, you know, excuse me, persona. They're going after the women for being kind of wholesome and all that. She'll pick me, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Yeah. But it, it'll go down to like, um, does the man, and, and when I talk about men wanting the safe bet, men wanting the safe bet doesn't mean that he doesn't want a woman without a brain. He wants a woman that's able to think, with, think for herself, but right. he also wants to be able to trust that woman. And when you exude, um, a lot of dark feminine energy uh it doesn't necessarily put you on a level of trust but then men can't re re, uh they can't resist the chaotic pussy Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what why is it you know we've heard men say forever oh uh crazy chicks got the best sex and like like literally they say they praise women who operate in their dark femininity well, you know, there's there's um brain science has found that you know the whole crazy chick thing. Brain mm-hmm. science has found that those women do have d- literally damaged brains. They have damaged areas mm-hmm. of the brain that govern um impulse control, 
self-control. Mm. Um, these are women that are much more spontaneous as a result, much more spontaneous, much more risk-taking, um, more, 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 I guess you could say addicted to dopamine hits of, of you know, like you're taking a roller coaster ride. Yeah, you know? this is interesting. So, yeah, so those those women who are like that, um, and um, yeah, they 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 tend to have brain abnormalities. I'll put it that. Wow, way. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah so the, so the whole crazy bitc yeah the whole crazy bitch thing, you know, chemical imbalances and stuff like that. That's a very real thing. But you know, those lip women are probably less inhibited. You know, they're going to be more open, more free. Yeah. So I get why men. There's like they they're because they're thrill seekers. They're going to be more apt to take chances. And you know, yes, let's go into the bathroom at this event. And so there's probably you know a thrill from the man that the man gets from dating a woman like that. Oh yeah, but of course, obviously, there's a downside. And and while we're on that yeah. point, like I said. This whole thing, uh, and I know a lot of brothers don't want to hear this because, uh, you know, a lot of black black men in the black manosphere are on to something when they talk about a lot of black women refusing to take any accountability for their actions. That there there is a there there for it. That being said, black people in general have a tendency to, if left to their own devices, kind of overdo it, and this is one of those instances. Um, the ball really is in a lot of black men's court when it comes to a dark triad woman, dark femininity and so forth. The whole thought thing. They really are in the driver's seat. They, they can unplug from all of this right now and stop it. But it does require making a trade off. Um, marriage is not sexy. You know. Speak for yourself. Let me explain what I mean. Mm -hmm. We just got finished talking about the crazy, you know, German shepherd, so to speak, um, you know, and, and the wild and crazy and uninhibited type of stuff and all that. Mm -hmm. That That's great for a short term situation. That's great for a night. That's great for a weekend. You might even be able to get a cuffing season out of it. You can't get day to day um, stability out of that. Um, it just doesn't work that way. Um marriages and relationships that work in a healthy way are rather you know mundane and at times tedious mm -hmm. and um you know you're not going to be bumping bellies most of the time um you're just not and um you know there's there's a real question for like i said and i focus this on men because the men are the, you know, when it comes to ser serious, you know, marriages, serious relationships, the men are in the driver's seat. Um, there's a real question for black men here. Um, if we're really serious about putting an end to this, you know, there's a lot of, you know, something else. A lot of black men, we spend a lot of time talking about baby mamas. We don't want to talk about the fact that 40 percent of black women are single and childless. Yes. Okay? We, just, we just don't want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. We just don't. Mm -hmm. Um. And part of the reason why is because the women that do have the kids tend to be the sexually attractive ones. Okay. Um, you know, um, there's a real trade-off here. And, you know, black men have to do a lot of soul searching on this and introspection on this. If they're really serious about bringing it to an end, the, the solution is pretty clear. You got to unplug from the, you know, from the, the, the whole dark thing online. And uh, you got to get your, you know, a good girl and kind of, uh, you know, 
So you know what what I'm finding interesting though, um, I, I it's not that men are necessarily going to unplug from it, but men are going to dating coaches. Um, they're trying to learn how to manipulate as well. Um, when you yep. see the guy that has all the women and all the women are falling at his feet, and let's say the guy doesn't have any monies, a lot of guys are curious as to how that happened and how can I learn it mm. versus, um, you know, the guy is manipulative or he's a certain way. Um, men who don't know want to know and they admire um, the guy with the most holes. So, you know, they're not going to go away from it. Um, and men are competitive creatures by nature. Um, so to me, it's one of those things. It's like, um, men don't want to lose out in that sense. And they still want to be dominating, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't mean marriage, but they still want to be able to dominate women in whatever way. Well, yeah, you're, you you make a really good point. And remember when I said at the outset that the dark triad uh, phrase or term really started out with regard to men. And yeah. you're correct. Uh, pickup artists, mm -hmm. and I know because I've studied it extensively. Um, yeah, you're basically aping the dark triad guys who kind of naturally exude that. You're basically yeah. aping that. And... Yeah. Um, now that the ladies have kind of you know caught up so to speak in that regard uh in more recent years in our social media age and you do have and i talked about this in my first book you're going to see a rise of dating coaches for black men um now you have something of a kind of full-on evolutionary arms race going on between you know black men and black women you know who can you know kind of you know get the one up men on the other you know mm -hmm. um where does this stop? I don't know. I honestly don't know. And, and here's the other thing with that. So while all of this is going on, what becomes of a black community? See, if we got rid of hmm. the, the situation where, like I said, taking it back to 1952. So we got rid of the norm, which was black folks being married. The vast majority of black men and black women were married, right? We got rid of that model. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm saying we got rid of that model. Okay, what do we replace it with and what does it look like? We've replaced it with baby mamas and the community is a shit show. And, you know, every kids are running rampant. It's filled with crime filled. It's, uh, you know, there's no direction. These kids don't have any guidance. So we see what it's been replaced with and we, we, we know what the new model is. Let me ask y'all this question. Um, and it's interesting that y'all brought it up. A lot of people are saying that this generation that's coming behind us seem to have their shit more together than we ever did. Um, they're saying that they're smarter. They don't take any shit from anybody. Um, they're more self-aware. Um, they make better decisions. What do y'all think in that regard? Yeah, um, blackdemographics.com that's been a um a go-to site uh for many a black manosphere. Quite a few ladies mm -hmm. don't particularly care for it because um not only have you know various voices in the black manosphere, myself included, have uh you know gone to it for a go-to resource, but of course, Kevin 
has talked about it as well. Quite a few ladies don't like it. Um, but they've given some pretty interesting numbers. I'll put the links in the chat room. Um, the Generation X cohort, I'm a Generation Xer, uh, between 40, 41 and 55, yes, um, black women have always outpaced the black men educationally, um, uh, historically speaking. But the good news is, the bad news with the Generation X cohort is that uh, black women outpaced the black men both educationally and financially. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a fact. This is blackmedemographics.com. But when you look at the black millennials, 25 to 40, things change considerably. Mm -hmm. um, there's basically parity between um, uh, millennial black um, black women and black men at the highest end of the of the income uh, distribution. They're, they're, the the um, hundred thousand and better they're basically the same. There's mm -hmm. basically, they're basically the same number of black men and black women. Um, when it comes to 50,000 to 100,000, it's almost parity, almost the same. It only really starts to drop off. And it's the same thing with regard to, um, when it comes to college, black women are still outstripping black men, but it's not as bad as it is with Generation X. So mm -hmm. all of that to say that Danielle is on to something here Millennials are a bit better off in that respect than um, the Generation X. They're, they're I think that in many respects they are. Um, I think partly because of some of the sacrifices that Gen X has have made. Um, but I think in other regards they're not. You know, when we look look at the rate of home ownership, when we look at the you know projected assets, when we look at uh, you know. Uh, in, in comparison in, in other areas, um, they are not as successful, um, but I do see them outpacing uh, prior generations in some other areas. And I, I you know, have no qualms about uh, the next generation because of the fact that, uh, to be completely honest, I was quite concerned at some point in time because I'm like, this is a coddled group of little shits that are not, that, you know, have no work ethic. And, but like actually seeing, you know, what's happening in the gig economy and how they're able to make money and sustain, you know, decent lifestyles without busting their tails and working for someone for 40 years who doesn't appreciate them. Like, I'm actually finding my myself proud of, you know, some of the um, things that they're doing. So um, in, in, in many respects, I see them, you know, outpacing the prior generations. Um, and then in others, you know, I see um, opportunity for growth. But I think that they're very intentional in their desires not to want long-term commitments, whether that be a mortgage, uh, you know, relationships or otherwise. But I think my concern is what does that mean for future people who look like me? You know, what does that mean for future generations? Because that means that um, more than likely we won't see uh, an increase in the wealth distribution with black people. We also, uh, you know, are, we're going to drop below 10% of the population, which is detrimental. And we really have, you know, no political uh, pull in that event. So, you know, like I said, in some areas, yes, and in a few areas, no. I, I think there's area room for opportunity. Yeah, well, um, the the black going back to black demographics. Um, first of all, there are approximately 46 million 
black people right now, 14% of the population. I, I was surprised to learn that. Um, so it's trending upward, not downward. That's that's good news. The other thing is um, black millennials in the 50K and up category, it looks good. Um, the challenge is for those in the 20 to 50,000 uh, dollar range. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, it looks a lot like Generation X uh, situation. There's a lot more yeah. black women than black men. And then you go on down to under 20K and stuff. So it's that basically the dividing line is, you know, so, you know, it's a difference between 50K and up and 20 to 50K and up. Mm. If you're if you're a black woman and you're you're a millennial between 25 and 40 and you have a bachelor's degree or higher and you're making 50K or better, you, your chances of pairing off, getting a mate on your level and and essentially doing the American dream, building equity, buying a home, and so on and so forth, generational wealth and all that, is pretty good. But if you're a black millennial woman between 25 and 40, and you either have some college and no degree, or an associate, and you make somewhere between 20 and 50K, it's, it's going to be a rough rough go for you. It's just no simple, no, no two ways about it. Because... Um, you know the, the 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 millennial brothers in that cohort aren't doing as well, so six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. So, hmm. so but, but, but it's but it's better, but 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 it's better than their aunties that are Gen Xers because they're they're really up against it. Um, six hundred thousand more Generation X Black women than than than, than uh, men, and when it comes to the quote unquote high value territory. There's just under 100,000 black men who make it in that territory. So you're looking at, at best, 100,000 black men versus, you know, over 600,000 black women. And wow. uh, one of the things I've been talking about over my channel in this regard, uh, both of you have, you know, are old enough to know this. These ladies have been talking for a long time about, you know, there are not enough eligible men to go around their right. And um, the only real solution, you know, and a lot of ladies aren't going to like this of that cohort um but the only real solution is they're gonna have to double up they're gonna have to yeah i saw <laughs> you mentioning the um polygamy <laughs> i was like oh yeah and that's the that's the only that's the only real um solution for them i'm not saying for all women but you know what's interesting about it is that the millennial ladies and this this was interesting to me the millennial ladies don't have any problem with it they okay with it. But the thing is, millennia, the millennial ladies don't have any problem with it. But I hear a lot of women from that group also saying that um, they want to have multiple partners too. That, that, that they'll sign up for it if they can also have multiple partners. Yeah, I, I've noticed um, I've been doing some research online and that seems to be a major thing for a lot of black women that they, you know, they, you see a lot of memes and stuff with one woman and two men and that sort of thing. Um, the problem is that the numbers don't support it. That That's one problem of many. Mm. The numbers don't support it, number one. Then there's the problem of um, female desire. As a general rule, women don't, you know, here, here comes the dreaded word, hypergamy. As a general rule, women don't really want to hook up with men that are less than themselves. 
You really don't. I don't see that as a problem. Like, I, I mean, I, I understand, like, you know, we don't have the numbers for every woman to have a man that is in a higher tax bracket. But I think that to me, that is a natural inclination. I think, you know, when I think about, I think, you know, of course you want someone. In addition, if we're talking, if as black women, we've seen our mothers and grandmothers struggle. We've seen our families go through struggle and, you know, not have everything that they want. Um, like women, you know, as a result, I think people have developed an aversion to that. Like you want that security and, you know, have, having to go 50-50 on the bills with someone for many women, that doesn't equate to security. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's, you know, you would think, well, if it's just a sex thing, it doesn't make a difference. No, it does make a difference for, because for a very simple reason, um, women pay a higher price to have sex than men. do. They, they take more risks. So, you know, you know, we, we hear these anecdotal stories of de facto gigolos and sugar mamas and stuff like that online, you know, the urban legends. But that just doesn't math with the math. It ain't mathing. It, it just doesn't map out. Um. So, you know, it's a very interesting dynamic. I was I was uh, proposing it for Generation X black women, not because of any type of um, ideological or, or, or you know, some type of motivational drive. It was just based simply on the numbers. And um, there's, there's really no um there's really no other, you know, because you, you hear a lot of stuff online, you know, the swirling thing and, and, and you know, travel and all. <laughs> I, you know, that, that this just doesn't work. I mean, I'm talking about a, across the board. I'm talking about in a scalable way. We often talk about the collective. That's not a collective solution. At best, it is an atomized individual one. At best. Um, I just don't see it working in, in, on a collective basis. It just doesn't work. So the only the only real so well, I'm not saying it's the only solution. I mean, the other solution too is that a lot of these ladies continue just to be spinsters and make the rest of our lives miserable, um, because they're they're part of our families. <laughs> yep. So I mean, you know, they just makes the rest of our lives miserable by being busybodies and 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 you know, pretty much insinuating themselves in everybody's life. So mm -hmm. I mean, you know, this this is a very real community question. What what is a community if it's not families, and what are families if it's not? Say that, you know. That's the word. If this is, a, and it what, what's fascinating to me about the pro-black people, if mm -hmm. I can use that phrase. What's fascinating to me about them, high and low in Black American life, is they see for whatever for whatever reason, mm -hmm. they completely gloss over what we're talking about right now, which is mating. How do you how do you have a community without mating? To be completely honest, I have to say, I agree with like everything that you've just said, but it surprises me coming from you because you come off as far more of an individualist and I don't generally, I mean, well, a lot of your content does focus on what's wrong in the black community, but I'm just surprised to hear you take the stance that you're taking as it relates to, you know, possible solutions for the black community and yeah, I'm a little taken aback. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm trying to be as impartial as I can. Um, you know, I'm trying to keep my own personal views out of it. You know, for the record, I am not a huge fan of polygamy um, personally. But, um, 
but I'm looking at the historical record worldwide, particularly the black world, that is to say Africa and its diaspora. I'm looking at it from every, you know, biblical, Islamic, you know, the other societies, the whole bit. I'm looking at the whole thing with guys who are at the top of the food chain in terms of desirability, in terms of achievement. Um, none of those men have ever had just one woman. None. No, nowhere in human history has that happened. Um, so I'm trying to just look at the numbers and, um, you know, uh, trying to give a best estimate and a possible solution to a problem that's been, you know, bedeviling black American society now for over 30 years. Um, and it's, and it's not a perfect, it's not a perfect solution. It's not, is this, I'm not saying that this is a silver bullet. I'm not saying that it's, uh, you know, all rainbows and sunshine, uh, they're going to be whole new problems. That, you know, one big problem that's going to crop up from what I'm talking about is, you know, the obvious one. What happens to the guys who are the losers? Right. You know, right. Um, I think I have an answer. We're going to be doing a podcast about that probably tomorrow, definitely this week. I think I've been thinking about it. I think I have an answer for that. Um, but but all of these things are not going to be uh, palatable. To a lot of black folks, both male nope. and female alike, they're, they're just not because a lot of us still are kind of living somewhere between 1950 and 1980. You are exactly right. Um, you know, when you really take an inventory on what's really, really going on in front of you and around you and how people are and where they were at one, once upon a time, and I'm talking about the human race versus where we are now a lot of people are not really ready to face reality on what's happening with us as a people um so it's not going to be palatable at all yeah. at all i definitely agree with you there and that's one of the big problems to bring it back to the actual topic that we're talking about right now that's one of the big problems a lot of brothers are facing with this dark femininity piece um a lot of brothers walking around today they're kind of like <laughs> So like Steve Rogers, Captain America, right? So he he you know he's uh, he's a he's a man of World War II, and he finds himself through a freak accident somewhere in the 21st century, you know, and the culture shock and everything is you know heck, you know it takes him some time to get used to, and he never really does kind of fit in to a 24. I mean he he does the best he can to try to adapt and adjust, but he never really fits in. And at the end of the the Avengers story. He goes back to the 1940s and lives out his life, you know. Um, a lot of black men are kind of like a Steve Rogers of sorts. They're, they're still living somewhere between 1950 and 1980. And it expresses itself in a lot of ways. For example, the whole submission issue um, and so on. This, this, this bifurcated view of... Um, of you know, on the one side liking the wild woman, and on the other side wanting to domesticate her and stuff. I mean, these are these are like I hate to say this, man. These are kind of like antiquated views. Yeah. And um, and it's very hard to make that work in a 21st century world. You yeah. know how do you make that work? Um, 
So I, I want to read the super chats, but I do have one question that I keep seeing repeated in the chat and it's in reference to you, Obsidian. So a lot of the men are saying like, essentially, you know, would, would you be willing to marry an unattractive woman or a woman that you're not attracted to um, for the sake of, you know, the community? Would you be willing to um, uh, marry someone who you wouldn't otherwise be attracted to, but as a sacrifice? That's a very interesting question. And I know, and this is the way the black mind thinks. Anytime you say something provocative, you know, interest into instantly, we want to make it personal. Um, so I'll answer the question and then I'll pose another question to the fellas following along in the chat room. The answer is obviously no. But here's the here's the here's the here's the question, the follow-up question. Would you follow my lead if I did? Mm. Mm. Okay, that's a fair question. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some men to answer in the chat. And if so, uh, we'll read their answers. But really quick, I want to read Andy's super chat. He says, it's not that we can't resist chaotic box. It's just that most we meet are crazy 304s. And that type are the nastiest and more sexually aggressive, which y'all like and can't resist. Um, oh, no, that's not true. I don't think the majority of oh, women... Oh, of course not. Yes. Yeah, that, that's not true. The majority of women aren't going to be um, sexually out there right off the bat just like that. Um and talking to Andy. Yeah. And then when you talk about them being the nastiest and things now, um, you know, it, women have definitely, definitely progressed in that area. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's not too much shit happening in people's bedrooms that wouldn't make you blush nowadays. Once upon a time, we would blush at the thought of giving head or something like, you know, along those lines. But uh, people are so wild open, nowadays. Open. Just talk yeah. about it all in church. Right. Probably talk about it in the church. Listen, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be surprised. You know, um, because the uh, married bed is undefiled. But um, yeah, people, yeah, uh, they, I mean, what's, I, I, what, know, what's considered nasty nowadays? Y'all are doing so much. Too much credence to what Andy say, because, you know, he has a unique experience. Like, I I, I, I can never even wrap my he head around. He deals with the holes of the holes, honey. Yeah, and I, PG I, County, I, baby. Um, <laughs> we also got a super chat from Big JXX. X. He says, if you were so concerned about the community, when I'm yeah, okay, why aren't you married yet, oh man? You are being mighty disingenuous. Like what someone said during the 1992 election, it's the economy, stupid. <laughs> yeah, so, I'll, I'll, I'll respond to that. Um, okay. Well, if the argument is economics, uh, I've always done well economically. So that's that's never been a bar to me getting married. The reason why I didn't get married was I, I I already said this before, Big J. The ladies that I was checking for when I was a younger man weren't checking for me, and the women that were checking for me, I didn't want. So therefore, mm -hmm. I didn't get married. The end. Okay. And I think we had one more. I thought I saw somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Um, yeah. Uh, Jay the Conqueror says concrete. I heard you got married and had a good old fashioned pro blackity black wedding. Chitlins for all. Baby, let me tell you something. Well, you know, swine. Come on now. Don't don't but come they up here did have the RBG colors. Listen, who 
and no. you could not yeah, get in. There. So it wasn't that black. Anymore. It wasn't. She no was. Black she black. was the help. <laughs> um, it was an. It, it was a. It was. It was one for the books. Um, That's it sad. was definitely pro black. You had to have an afro to get up in that oh, thing or some braids. With the pick in it, what you mean? Listen, we had that. We had you recite words from black exploitation movies before you were able to even. It was kind of like a speakeasy type of thing. I was um, talking about watching suck out to everybody. You know, <laughs> listen. You play too much. You wrong. <laughs> um, but thank you, Jay the Cockroach. Definitely appreciate you. We're actually going to go ahead and shut it on down. Thank you, uh, Obsidian, for joining us. This was yeah. very interesting. And, you know, you've already covered this topic and you had a whole lot of value that you added. So we appreciate that. Thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate it. And uh, we got to come back and uh, talk about my uh, new book sometime. I, I think y'all got it. Have you already dropped the new book? Pardon? Have you already dropped the new one? Yeah, I did. I think I sent it to both of you. I don't think I have it. I'm gonna have to. Oh, maybe it's in our um our Gmail account. I'm gonna yeah. take a peek because I wasn't aware. But thank you. Um, definitely. Yeah, yeah we'll it's have called to, the Book of Obsidian, the Ladies Edition. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. Yeah, that would be yeah, and okay, uh, well, congratulations. congratulations! Congratulations on your uh, on your mar marriage and wedding, and uh, many years of uh, happy wedded bliss. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you, and congratulations on the new book as well. I hope that you have much success from it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, uh, uh both, and this was a very good uh, conversation, and I, I enjoyed it. Thank good, you. Good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, any final words, Danny? Definitely, definitely an interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, we actually did go over a lot. I I actually enjoyed it. I it was. Yeah, that's really interesting. This was a different topic for us too. Like it, yeah. there was no effery in it. So it was kind of like um it was very it was different than what we typically do, but um I enjoyed it. This was very interesting and intriguing. Like I said, I had to do quite a bit of research for it because I'm not completely tapped into my my uh dark femininity. Of course, I know how to use it in certain ways. I you know, but um I'm not completely tapped into it. So I just found it to be very intriguing and I enjoyed it. So yeah, good one. Let me say this. Hmm. Um, I think everybody is tapped into their darker sides. Mm -hmm. It's just when it's appropriate to use. You know what I'm saying? Um, anybody can go from zero to a hundred when it's necessary, when it's when it's when it's applicable. So don't ever think that you're not tapped in. I think we all uh, generally transcend energies, and then it's learning how to transcend energies and be in control of like when you want to use it and how to use it and how to dominate that energy. That's so for me, it's like on a spectrum. Do I know how to use dark femininity? Um, like yes, uh, the milder form. I'm talking talking about like the extreme, the extreme um, form of uh, that energy. I don't yeah. I have not tapped into it. And there's a reason that I haven't. Um, I don't like um, that type of power scares me. So I am yeah. about I won't allow myself to tap into I'll say that I won't allow myself to tap into it. Okay, because I think it depends on whatever situation. Um, and I think it's something that we haven't really uh, delved into is why and the necessity for it. 
um yeah, a lot of a lot of women use their dark femininity as a defense mechanism especially mm -hmm. if the dark femininity is a dominant thing versus it having some balance um, so a lot of women will use it as a defense mechanism, but I think that everybody is capable of doing whatever is necessary when it comes down to their survival, um, in how, yeah, and how I, much they want to survive. So of it, course, that's yeah. like, you know, in extreme circumstances, but I'm talking about practicing it. And then for me, like I said, I can, I, yes, I agree with you. Everybody has the ability to, or the capability of tapping into it. I don't permit myself the opportunity. I haven't permitted myself the opportunity to because that type of power is a little um, frightening for me because I'm a control freak. And, you know, it's, it's like going into a realm that I don't typically travel, you know, go into. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, this is interesting. We definitely have to go a little bit deeper into the topic. So, yeah, um, thank you to everybody who super chatted us. Thank you to everybody who sent well wishes and congratulations. I certainly appreciate you all. And thank you again to Gaston. He definitely sent us a nice cash app, and we appreciate you uh, and Obsidian for coming up and chopping it up with us. It was very interesting. Yes, um, Concrete, have you made your Sunday dinner today? Um, I absolutely cooked dinner for my husband. Um, <laughs> I cooked his dinner uh, just before I got on um, and started streaming. So yeah, I, I, I did. I cooked some uh, meatballs and gravy with some rice and corn and biscuits and hooked him up. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just making sure. Absolutely. Um, all right. You know, I'm going to look out for them. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Good stuff. Are mm -hmm. you are you one of those women who's been um, going around saying, like, my husband? No. Like, somebody else I know? <laughs> my friends are so funny, though. Like, oh, my gosh, they're embarrassing but funny. So, we went out to brunch, like, a t yesterday. And, like, they, I said it once. And they were just, oh, my gosh, gassing it. Because they've been, they keep asking, like, you don't feel no different? And I'm like, no. <laughs> but I do. I feel, and I told them like mm. I, I admitted it. Yeah, um, we definitely gonna have to talk because yeah, mm, it's a I was fullness. the first one to say it's not. You did, you did, but it's not like I don't feel like you know that our dynamic hasn't changed. But I feel a fullness. I yeah, feel it's a, a different. joy. Yeah, it's so. different. It's yeah, different. It's it's, it's different at least for the first. I don't know. It's different. It's just yeah. Like, I, I feel it. It's, I like it's it. definitely unique. And this is something that I didn't feel before, despite the fact that I feel like we were already fully amalgamated and already as one um, to have just have the official process completed. Um, I definitely feel more full and just a joy and a peace that I didn't feel before. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, Auntie Wanda. Yes, we're gonna do the Mary Women's panel uh, next. Mm. We got to <laughs> Mary Baby Mamas. But anyway, <laughs> let's <Yeah>. go. <laughs> um, but shout out to everybody for coming through. Thank you guys so so much. Mm -hmm. Um, stay tuned. We have some things coming. We do excited, but mm -hmm. um, we will see you guys on the next one. Yep. All Jeez. right, we're out.
normally I would end, but shout out to Ayatollah Black Martian. He says, F the community. Um, thank you so much for that. And you be blessed. Now I'm out. <laughs>